0: Wilcox makes a run ahead of him, Bergkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre, it's Burkamp. that's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded
1: second one, and not the four-minute one, because it could be <laughs> Hello, and welcome. business i don't know what okay there's a loop thing there hello and welcome to burk out one done we are an arsenal podcast and tonight we're gonna to be talking about last night's game and as chris isn't here we're gonna get it done in in about 40 minutes with me tonight to uh to do a little dance is the man who is still soaking wet from last night's game it's only the femster how you doing
0: yeah all good all good yeah just recovering from getting absolutely salt yesterday
1: what was it like? Let's go and have a look at a few pictures. There you go, the tunnel at the Emirates with the Champions League mm. sign, and then oh, that's something I'm saving for. Like, there's the starting the, the starting team. How did it feel? Because were you there for the last the last time? Actually, this is the last lineup. March two thousand and seventeen was the last time we had a Champions League game at home. Ospina in goal, Monreal left-back, Bellowin right-back, Mustafi Kashelny at centre-back, Xhaka the Ox and Ramsey in the middle, Giroud up front with Walcott one side and Sanchez the other. Were you there for that game?
0: I was, I was. Um... I'm just looking at the sob, doesn't it? it look weird having five sobs on on the bench? <laughs> it's Tech really Gibbs, strange, doesn't it?
1: Gabriel, now we Macalang. see like nine nine players, don't we? <laughs> Lucas Perez, Lucas so Perez. what was it like last night when you heard that music? Because there was a video of some bloke crying on YouTube, oh, on on Twitter. I don't know it about was that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> was Was there tears? <laughs>
0: no, 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 no tears. There was a light show. You know, Arsenal made a big deal of it. Uh, light show. People cheered the Champions League anthem when it came on, which is still really weird to me. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was a good start. Let's say that. Um, I mean, the atmosphere was really good at the beginning. Um, obviously, uh, PSV fans were loud. European fans are usually loud. They were allowed for the first twenty minutes, I would say maybe, and then just just it was just being taunted the rest of the game. Really. Um, so yeah, it was all set up for a, a a good night, and it obviously raining all night. And we know the rain on the pitch at the Emirates just just makes
1: s- football just a lot better, doesn't it? Nice and slick. Mm. Good, great for, for a passing team like ours. So um, yeah, t- tell us about the game. About um, well, we've talked about the atmosphere, about mm. the the way the team played, and getting the early goal, and. T- was it the perfect night for our, our, our welcoming back to the Champions League after being away for six years?
0: It's a perfect opposition. <laughs> I mean, us, we, I. mean, obviously, we, we've all been watching Arsenal the last, let's say the last, since January probably, where every single team, even Manchester City, believe it or not, defend deep against us and hit us on a break. Every single team. Man City literally defended on their box and just hit the ball to Haaland. Uh, we played Barcelona in pre-season. They defended deep and hit us on the counter. Man United, every single, and then obviously you get the lower teams who not only defend deep, but they're in such a low block that we literally, I've never, we can't get through balls. We can't get combinations. it's not even double teams, triple teams sometimes, you know. And PSV decided, well, you know what? <laughs> we don't care about all of that. We're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna go and attack them, which. To be fair, it made for, like, a really entertaining game. Um, mm. It was 4 nil, but I think they gave a good account of themselves personally, PSV. I, I thought they, they, they attacked us better than anyone has this season, let's put it like that. If they had more quality up front, they could have actually done some damage.
1: Because I remember, they um, the, the manager was manager of Ajax, and then he went off to Dortmund, and he was rubbish at Dortmund, and then then he went off to two other teams, and he was rubbish at both of them, and now he's come back to play in the Eredivisie with PSV, and the commentators kept going, well, he obviously likes this style of playing, and he's not changing his mind no matter how bad it is working out, and they said oh, they kept saying it all the way through the game. Out halftime, he still he's still going to play that that type of football that, that that's the way type of football he wants to play, and when you've got De Jong up front, who I mean. For the, Even if you're being kind, you'd say he, he's not really a great player, that he's really going to do much. And when you're trying to do that and then you've got, you're coming up against Rice, who's sweeping up everything, Zinchenko's sweeping up stuff, Margulis, uh, I don't know why it says, Gabriel and, and Saliba that were just magnificent all night. Ben White was even was brilliant as well. But then we've got the goalkeeper, David Raya. What do you think of his performance? Did you expect to see him in goal? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: once that call was made on Sunday, I, I thought, yeah, he's going to be in for at least the next three games. So he will be in for Sunday. It's interesting watching him. <laughs> he's, he's not, I mean, Ramsdale is, is, I mean, obviously we see Ramsdale comes off of his line, you know, a lot comes to the edge of the box when we have the ball. But Raya comes off his line, goes to the side of the goal when he's playing passes, which I've never really seen before. So, sometimes you'll see him play a short pass into the midfielder and he's literally not in the centre of the, the goal. He's constantly moving. I'd love to see his his move map or his touch map because he's constantly on the move. He's never standing still. He's basically a third centre-back, more than even Ramsdale was. It, it's quite interesting. You, you, would, you would think that is nothing. It's, oh, it's just a goalkeeper. He can play passes, but tactically, he does actually change the way we play a little bit um he, he's he's just constantly on the move constantly looking for for something um it, it's it's quite crazy and this is an open play really i'm not talking about when we're attacking i'm talking about when we've got position near our box he's just on the move constantly looking for something offering passes it's it's it's, it's, it's really interesting to watch and I was not. I mean, I was not convinced about the change. I was obviously I knew it was going to come because you don't sign a keeper that was worth forty million at the beginning of the summer, and it's just just for the sake of it. And I knew the change was coming. It's harsh. It's hard, but this is football, isn't it? I mean, this is football. Even Ramsey himself said it. He took a shirt from Leno. Um, I mean, no one was complaining when we bought Rice to take over party's role. So it is what it is. Yeah. He just has to, to try and win back his place
1: somehow. It's been a hell of a journey for Raya. Um, exactly nine years ago last night, he was playing for Southport in the fifth tier of English football, and they lost 3-0 at Macclesfield Town. And then nine years later, he is playing for Arsenal in the Champions League, making his Champions League, I think it's his debut, yeah, it's his debut in the Champions League. And exactly nine years later. I mean, look at him. And people when I tweeted this, people saying, Well, that's not him on the left, but then I put a picture of him at back yeah. and you can see that he's, <laughs> he was a little bit chubby faced. But I think the beard hind hides his kind of his chubby jowls. But what a journey that it's been for that yeah, like
0: does look like a typical non-league keeper there, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's having a uh, having a beer and a smoke at half time. <laughs> yeah, so the um what do you think of PSV? PSV, as if if you want to go full Steve McLaren, in the in the Eredivisie, they're they've played four games, they've won four games, they've scored thirteen and conceded one. I don't oh. think they are overly impressive, and they're the best team out of Sevilla. Is it Longs we're playing as well? Yeah. So that's if that's if that's the best team in the group that we're going to be playing, then we're we're going to break records in the number of goals we to score because I I didn't think they offered anything. At all, apart from one bloke, um, his name was Lang playing down the left hand side. No, he, not uh, Lang
0: isn't he? Didn't he played in the Premier League, didn't
1: he? I have no idea. So, yeah, I think he played in the Premier League for one of the oh. teams. Yeah, well, I should go and have a look. But what yeah. do you think of his? He was very Saka esque, wasn't he? The way he was turning people inside out. I recognized um, Dest wasn't Dest uh, um, at Everton and Barcelona. And they had Rafa Benitez in goal. I mean, he must be about 70 now, so that's good. And on the, um, the podcast we did the other day, Chris was saying, keep an eye out for that Salibra, Barry uh Wasn't overly impressed with him. So what did you think <laughs> of the team? I think, like I said, I think the two wide players did cause
0: our play. I mean, the first 45 minutes, I would say, we did struggle to contain their wide players. Ben White was... I don't know, he, he was just getting no protection from Saka, which is understandable because Saka was just constantly attacking their player. Mm. So it was just like a basketball game the first 45. It would be like, we attack, they attack. We attack, they attack. We, they just didn't have quality up front. Um, they just, their, their striker, Luke de Jong, was just poor. Or, or he was dominated by Saliba and Gabriel anyway. Their, um, their wide players would get into really good positions take on our full-backs, beat them, but just put in rubbish crosses. Um, I think um, their high line was insane. I've never seen a team come to the Emirates and and try and do that. Never, ever, ever, to be honest with you. I so, don't think anyone's
1: going to try that again, seeing see how it worked no, out no, for no. them. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you can do that in the Eredivisie, but I don't think you're going to get away with doing that in the um, um, coming to Arsenal and uh, maybe even some of the other teams. You're right. You yeah, look like you were struggling. Someone shouting at you. <laughs> no
0: children running in. Ah, <laughs> uh, say good
1: night. <laughs> uh, my, my ones, on the sofa. We're ordering curry later. Just oh, go. Go. She's just ordered it, and who's paid for it? No one yeah. No when I don't get that. Uh, No one's paid for it yet. Yeah, so yeah, that they're, they're not going to be able to get. Many teams are going to be able to get away with that. So, do you think this this group we're gonna mean, you look at the other two teams, at are bottom of the French League and Sevilla are bottom of the Spanish League. I mean, we're going to score 30 or 40 goals in the group games, aren't well, we? I well, would, I would be very cautious about
0: the away games. Reason being, those atmospheres are going to be absolutely incredible, especially the Lons atmosphere. I don't know. Do you remember us playing Lons in the Wenger days? We played them a couple of times, no. I think. Yeah, no, we played them a couple of times, and I don't think we won there. I'm pretty sure we got a draw there when we played on the Vengo. It might have been 1-1 or something like that. It was a long time ago, obviously. I can't fully remember. But I remember that those French away games, especially for teams who haven't been in the Champions League for a long time, the away games are absolutely buzzing, and the, the you know the, the stadium will be banging. So it's... We've got to be really careful. we got to play it like a proper, like, like we're playing a top team away from home. We've got to quiet in the crowd and keep the ball. Um, no resting. I mean, we're not going to rest players for Champions League anyway, but I think if we get through the next two away games, which is actually the schedule is quite good for us as well, because the two away games that we got next are hopefully severe and still in bad form at that time when we play them, which I think is after the international break got to watch just quite in the crowd. There's going to be two lively, lively crowd, And then hopefully by the time we go to PSV away, we would have wrapped up qualification anyway because PSV away last season was an absolute nightmare, wasn't it? The place was bouncing. We got absolutely thumped mm-hmm. in that game. I think that was one of the only games last season that we didn't even compete in, to be honest with you. I think it was just Annihilation, Gapco and Javi Shimon's
1: just running right on us. Both of them are luckily gone now. Just looking at Lanz. Yeah, th- and Sangari is gone as well. Yeah, true. The last time we played longs was uh, in the UEFA Cup this season. We lost the final to Galatasaray. And we beat them 2-1 at their place, 1-0 at home. And before that, Champions League, like I said, the, the first Wenger run, uh, 1-1 away and we lost one yeah. 0 at home. Bloody hell. It must have been group <laughs> stages. That's terrible. Yeah, I think it was group stages.
0: Yeah. I remember the one one away. I kind of remember that. And this was the 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 good Wenger days with the, the yes. good teams.
1: My favourite my favourite era of, of wenger the ninety eight era. Yeah, um yeah. A little young man called I don't know if you have heard of him, called uh Bakaya Saka. What why about that for a Champions League debut? Uh, people are saying, "Oh, when it comes to the Champions League, he he isn't going to be able to do what he does in the Premier League week in, week out." Not bad debut, was it? Did the, did the place make any noise when he scored that first goal? Oh yeah, of course,
0: of course. <laughs> I mean, seriously, a goal and an assist on your Champions League debut, and a proper assist—not one of these passes someone and they hear from thirty yards and they call it an assist. Yeah, um, he was, he was, he must have been so happy yesterday to play against the team that. Just left him one on one with a defender. He must have been delighted. He's he's been having just people kicking him left, right, and centre all season. As soon as he gets the ball, he's got one in front of him, one behind him. You know, can cannot complain about that 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 space that he got yesterday. And fair play to PSV, they they wanted to go for it, but they they for, I would have loved to have seen Martinelli in that in that game. Actually, I know Trossard played really well. Actually, to be fair it to is. him, but. Yeah. I would have loved to see Martinelli just one on one with a defender, but yeah, no, it was it was it was good to to see Saka just unleashed. You know, a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, he's not playing well. He's not playing well," but it's a bit hard because he gets special treatment from every team he plays against now.
1: Double teamed every yeah, game, home and every away. Every
0: game, home and away, home and away. They, they 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 they. And I think one thing that actually helps Bakaya Saka. And I'm not being harsh on any other player that's played up front this season. Is having Gabriel Jesus up front? Oh, wasn't he magical? Makes a massive. He was so good. He just makes a a difference because because he's just another player that occupies the defenders. You know, unfortunately, we've got a few strikers that disappear basically when they play up front.
1: No, not knowing they're Eddie. good.
0: No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not singling him out, but <laughs> they. They can have like, I mean, Eddie had 10 touches in the game the other day against Everton. It's I can't imagine Jesus ever playing a game and having 10 touches. Not only his touches, he's constant harassment of defenders. He, he blocked balls, he won balls back. He, he had 36 just, touches. There you go. Night. Constantly, constantly involved in the game. And that opens up the field because now the defenders have someone else to think about, don't they? Not just. <laughs> Not just you know double team in Saka. Okay, if if we mm-hmm. double team Saka, Jesus drops so deep that they can't just say, "Oh, I'm gonna take a midfielder out of midfield to go on Mark Saka," because I need that midfielder to to watch Jesus as well. There was times where we were attacking, Jesus was on the right right side of midfield. There was no one up front. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's really crazy. Um, but no, he, he, I thought he made a, a really big difference yesterday, especially for the wide players. Y- isn't it funny how, you know, last season when we started so well, our wide players were on absolute fire. And it was because Jesus was just the back. He was basically just picking out passes. He wasn't scoring any goals that much, but he, our wide players were just scoring goals for fun. And, he's, you know, he's like, he didn't miss a beat, you know, being back yesterday.
1: I mean, we would have won the league last season if Jesus hadn't have been injured, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, I would say so. I think even when he came back, he just wasn't, it just didn't seem the same. And I think that second operation he's had this summer, hopefully it's just fixed whatever was wrong in his knee.
1: Because uh, when you, uh, we've I've, many of us have said so many times in recent years that m- most Premier League teams would be blessed to have one of Martinelli, Jesus, Saka, and now we can add mm. Trossard to that and we can possibly in the future add players like Fabio Vieira what do you think of uh, Trossard's uh um stuff last night what he, he got yeah. he got a, he got the scored the second goal was it Yeah, scored the second goal yeah. he got an assist for the third goal he got an overall rating of 8.4 and then he was taken off and then Vieira came on. And Did you see that little... Down? Have you seen the highlights of the game? Because at one point, Vieira was running down into the box and he sent his man the wrong way, he jinked round him and then, and then put the cross in. I mean, the cross went miles over, but there is a player in that Vieira, isn't there? I, again, trust the process. Arteta was right. There yeah. is a player in Vieira. I mean, Vieira's getting in ahead of um, ESR, who came on had a bit of a cameo. But Trossard and having Trossard and Vieira... We are spoiled, aren't we, with the number of quality players we can come in. And if everybody stays fit, then we're going to win everything. <laughs> well, still that
0: up north team that seems to be winning every single game they play. But um, Trossard was good yesterday. Uh, he looked much more um, involved again like he did in preseason. So it's quite weird because I think players do need rhythm, don't they? They need a few games here and there to get up mm. to speed, some of them. And I think he might be one of those players because he came in cold against um Fulham, I think. And he wasn't that great in that game, played up front. Um but yesterday he was just involved just there, always involved. It's quite weird. I you know, our our front three were just were just on form yesterday. They were just ready, ready to go, doing their their thing all the way. Um so now it was a really good goal as well. Smart finish. Um yeah, so
1: you're not the only one having annoying children that are asking Card, <laughs> Card, it just says one word to me now. That's card, card. It's like it's like a hungry penguin. Um what else are we gonna talk about? Um Don't get murdered good good uh what else there was something else on the top oh uh phil macker congratulations you won the book we asked someone to type in the word arsenal in the chat last show went back and had a look at it and uh phil you won so if we follow each other on the twitters send me uh a, a dm with your address and i will get uh nick to come round and put in your flower bed so yeah you've won the you've won the signed book from uh charles watts about Arsene Wenger. Uh, no, about. Uh, God, I forget the bloody manager, <laughs> didn't I? Um, awesome. I've got the audio version of the book, so I shall give that a listen, but apparently people are loving it. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, a little cameo at the end from ESR and Reese Nelson. Reese came on and set up got, and got the assist for, for Erdegaard. Is that the kind of <laughs> assist that you're saying? Well, fluke that assist.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you pass the ball for two yards to a player. Yeah. You, you beat. It's a man and slots it in from 30 yards. I mean, it's pretty pretty decent to get an assist bonus for that, isn't it? Um, To be fair, ESR got one of the biggest cheers of the night when people saw him being called back to come on the pitch. Uh, So that must have been giving him a boost of confidence. Um, I thought it was really good to rest players. You know, Arteta's not been the best at that type of thing, but I think he knows that he has to manage the squad, doesn't he? Because when we're playing Europa League, we'll basically play half or three-quarter reserve team and we'll try and get them through 90 minutes. Whereas now, we played our full team, got the job done on the hour mark, taking players off. The quality didn't dip. Um, I thought Fabio Biero was really, really good yesterday when he came on. And he played right wing as well, which is really interesting because I thought also Havertz improved when he went up front as well
1: I that was my really my next question what did you think about Havertz is he the first five games of the season for us so far I can't, apart from a few minutes against Man United nothing has been the, of the peak um, Arteta from last season until last night and I think we saw peak Arteta and this is the kind of games that Havertz needs to be involved in for him to become the player that Arteta has seen in him. So how did he get on last night? And do you think it's it's progressing towards us seeing the kind of player that he is?
0: Yeah, I thought he was all right. Uh, First half, he was really, really quiet. But he does make a lot of good runs, but he's not spotted. I I wonder why he's... When Xhaka was there, we did give him the ball a lot when he got into the box, whereas Havertz does get into the box constantly, but we just cannot find him or we just don't pick him out. There well, was one run, I think it might have been the goal for um, for Erdegaard where he, he actually made a really good run with the ball and drove really hard, which I think he does need to do more. He needs more intensity in his game, but I thought when he went up front, he got really much, much better. The intensity went up, he was more switched on, he played a good target man as well at times, and that was much better from him, but Like you said, most of his performance have been like steady Eddie, six out of 10 really, nothing really stand out. Nothing bad, nothing good really. But yesterday I thought, you know, a nice little seven out of 10 performance. uh, I mean, his confidence must have dipped a lot with everything that happened at Chelsea and obviously what's happening at Germany as well probably doesn't Mm -hmm. help his confidence um, being absolutely battered in the game that he played last week. But he gave an assist in the Germany game last week. So maybe his confidence is is slowly coming back. I mean, yeah, I, I thought that the, the sobs were really good yesterday. Very, very small. Well-timed, weren't they? Yeah, well-timed. Everyone got their rest. Uh, Jesus, Trossard, Saka, obviously we need them. for Saturday, they got a rest. Deccan Rice even got a rest. And I was calling that. I said, look, this guy plays every game for England, every game for Arsenal. It's a good opportunity to give him a rest. It's not like Jorginho at four, three, or four nil up. You know, can't give you a, a steady performance. So, no, nah, well, well done to to Arteta yesterday. I think he, he got everything spot on.
1: Yeah, nice to see uh, Tommy Ashu again getting more minutes because, like we were saying earlier, there's a difference between uh, fit and match fit and we've seen that mm-hmm. for so many years and players coming back. Jorginho making a nice little cameo as well. Uh, I like it when uh, Arteta makes full use of all the subs because, like you said, it's important. And a certain Mr Cedric Suarez and Mohamed Elneny, who is the only player left over from the last time we played in the Champions League. Um do you think they're going to have much to do in the uh in the Champions League or oh, even any upcoming games for us because a lot of people want Cedric out of the club and is is Elneny yeah. kind of yesteryear's man when you've got people like um uh, Jorginho on the bench.
0: Arteta loves Elneny though, doesn't he? He's I has been think we all love him. Yeah, he's he's I think there's been two press conferences, last two press conferences been
1: asked on, a we've, question we've about Elneny. Elneny.
0: There we go. <laughs> He's been asked a question about Nenny and he just talks about his his influence in the changing room um, all the time. He's always on about that. But I'm guessing Brentford next week, we might see a uh, Jorginho-Eneny <laughs> midfield partnership, which is going to be interesting. Um, my thoughts on Cedric, I didn't actually know he was on the bench until I saw him come on the pitch to celebrate. I didn't know until I just looked. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, is that Cedric? So I had to ask someone, is Cedric on the bench? Um, My thoughts on that is, I know we've got the uh, Carabao Cup next week, and I know Ben White needs a rest. And I'd really love to ask probably the chat. I know they always ask us a question. I'll ask the chat a question. Cedric or blooding in Raul Waters? Because I, I really don't see the point of giving Cedric any minutes. He's, his contract is up in the summer. What, well, Unless, I, I just don't. And Raul Waters does actually need game time. There's no point in having this player who you, everyone says, oh, okay, he could be the next off the conveyor belt. He could be the, I think we've only got seven defenders on our book. He could be the 8th of December the defender. When is he ever, ever, ever going to? To play so why would you bother with Cedric? What, honest, honest. I, I mean, I, if people tell me that I'm crazy for that, I just think, why would you bother with him? He's he's off in the summer. Like he's not, not going to play any Premier League games, is he? You're better off personally blooding raw waters in case something does go dramatically wrong with some of your defenders. Just just play him, either at left back or right back. That that's personally what I would do. I don't know what everyone else would do.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see Raul Waters come in. He's, uh, he's only um, what is he 18 years old. He's 19 in December. He's played all four games for the under-21s this season. Uh, very, very good player. There's quite a few we've got coming through, but I didn't realise that Manwari is playing for the under-21s. He's 16. This mm-hmm. season, four goals in four games for the under-21s. I mean, that was a hat-trick yeah, I, against I Leicester, so partly stat padding. but
0: I expect him to be on the bench next week as well
1: yeah what for the league cup game yeah yeah yeah, definitely yeah Avon says Walters and and says makes no difference with England Ramsdale Southgate always picks his favourites um, Pete says would you start Vieira and Kai in the North London derby I mean, we have got some questions so how long are you going 28 minutes yeah let's start answering some questions I think was there anything else you wanted to mention about the game apart from how wet you got they should be supplying you with those all in one yeah. wetsuits
0: yeah it was crazy i couldn't even struggle to get home yesterday it decided that (laughs) as soon as i mean it rained all game but but as soon as a game finished it decided to just become a thunderstorm and with a 25 minute walk to the train station there was no hiding place to be honest with you
1: good yeah i used to hate that i mean that was one of the reasons I stopped going because, I mean, even now I've got cold hands and my sitting room is 25 and a half degrees and I've got cold hands because I've got such bad circulation. But after sitting out in all that bad weather, the cold and the rain and the snow and all that stuff, and then I'd have to get back in the car. I'd have to sit in my car for an hour with the heaters on just trying to defrost. So I can't cope with the cold weather. Yeah oh pardon me blame monster and we've got some questions coming in so um there we go we'll start off with this one from formerly noza um what do you think of shit i think he answered it tottenham ah there you go good that's that one out of the way just in case anybody wasn't sure we have a a question here from pete right at the beginning of the show we um choose we're in the champions league or the premiership Mm. which one would you go for hmm (laughs) <laughs> Champions League nope. Premier League, all day long I want to be the best of my country, not the best in a load of teams that finish 5th in the Algerian 4th division or whatever it is Yeah, but
0: the, the glory that comes with winning the Champions League But to be fair, I would love to win the Premier League as well, it's a really tough question, I'd love go to, to the... win the Premier League because 20 years
1: Did you crazy. go to the Champions League final? no 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 oh. not then no i was, I was watching there it, home. it was rubbish <laughs> we were mugged off um done by a uh a shitty referee uh so get rid of that one um and lots of numbers did anyone think part of the reason raya was brought in was down to mistakes made by ramsdale during the games we dropped points at the end of last season or just good competition for places i did a tweet about this yesterday and I, I usually I'm only um, tweeting videos, things about animals or about people shoplifting in America because I think it is hilarious. But then I did a um, oh come on, come on, where is it? Um, I can't find it. It was a. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, the last time Arsenal had back-to-back clean sheets, March two thousand and twenty-three. That's a lot of games. Now tell me, Arteta was wrong to change the goalkeeper. I love Ramsdale, but it takes him a while to get into the game, and we have let in far too many early goals and city goals with him. Raya has been superb. So Ramsdale has saved us plenty of times of magnificent saves, but it seems like it takes him a while to get over the. Oh, Keep oh, look at that, everyone! Oh, wow, this is amazing. Oh, we've let one in in eight seconds. He's a magnificent player. I want him at the club for the rest of his career. But there is far too much of that not concentrating, not not just on his behalf, but sometimes on the. I mean, remember that time that Lee Dixon did a back pass to Lee, to Seaman and it went in. These things happen with the, the greatest of players. But it's almost like... I've got a couple of friends and I say, when you look at them, it's almost as if they're watching cartoons in their head rather than listening to what's going on. And I think Ramsdale has a bit of that for the first five minutes of a game. And it worries me. At no point last night was I worried about Rea. What's your thoughts on that?
0: You know what? Let's be honest. They've wanted Rea for a long, long time. We've been linked with him for a while. Hmm. So it's not coincidence that he's ended up at Arsenal. That's what I would say, first of all. I don't think... I think they've, they've always wanted him, but I think the opportunity randomly came along this this summer. And I think it got to the point where if you're going to let go of um, Matt Turner, he's saying he wants first-team football, Arteta clearly doesn't rate Matt Turner. You, I'm guessing the the discussion in the room would be, well, what do we do? Do we go for another cheap backup goalkeeper, which we've been doing with Runnerson and that, et cetera, et cetera?
1: That hasn't worked. We had two exactly. And-
0: that just hasn't worked. So then your other bet is let's just go for the keeper that we've always wanted. We've got him at a decent price, uh, three million loan and twenty-seven million uh, later on. Like that, I mean that's a a keeper that was linked with Bayern Munich, uh, Manchester United earlier. Spurs were quoted forty million for him. You ended up with him for thirty million and. I'll be honest with you like it's scary that he's his stats are just so much better and obviously I, like we can see more than stats we you know i i the eye test as well he just looks better all around and unfortunately that's just that's football isn't it, it, it i was listening to Thierry Henry yesterday saying look when a striker comes in <laughs> like the other strikers are shaking it is his football is when you pay for a big club this competition, unfortunately, yeah, we don't, we, you know, some teams have a clear number one, a clear number two, but, you know, if you're paying 50, 60 million for Onana, you know, of course it's going to be clear number one. If you're paying 70 million for Alisson, of course it's clear number one. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It, 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 you're now, you're, you don't have a clear number one at Arsenal until someone, wins the battle, and then one of them will leave next summer and be replaced. That's just how football goes. <laughs> Who says Raya won't be number one for two seasons? In two seasons, they might say, well, you know what? Let's let's get someone better than Raya. That's that's how football works, isn't it? It's a cycle. Just, and funny enough, Arsenal should be used to this. We've seen it from the Al- Almunia days. Almunia and um, Lehman. there was a battle. Almunia somehow won. I really don't know what a playing was. Clown. <laughs> uh, Almunia and Chesney, was it? Or Fabianski? Fabianski right?
1: and Chesney.
0: Fabianski and Chesney. There was a battle. One of them won, one of them left. Um, Czech and Leno Leno and Ramsdale. Uh, even Ospina and, and, um, and Fabianski. Ospina and Czech. There was always that battle at Arsenal. Like, it's always been there. Like People are acting surprised and shocked, but Arsenal always had that battle where there's two keepers that we think, oh, he should be playing, he should be playing, and then one just overtakes and he's the number one. The other one leaves, replace them with another one. So it's it's actually nothing new. Leno and Ramsdale, we, we've seen it time and time again. Funny enough, the Matt Turner or Runnison experiments; those are probably the worst examples of it in the recent history of Arsenal. All the way from Czech, Czech and Leno, uh, all that, all that way. There's not been a season really that there hasn't been good competition at Arsenal goalkeeper. I just don't know. I'm guessing because Ramsdale's close to being England number one. That's probably why this probably is is is, is um. <laughs> Is, is a bigger deal, I guess.
1: A very, very wise words indeed. Pete Colton says, what curry did I get? I got a chicken tikka madras and pilau rice. Do you eat curry? No, nope. nope. I didn't used to. Now I love it. <laughs> um, some more questions. Um, Pete says, "Will Spuds dare play their famous attacking Angeball ang- against us on Sunday? After watching last night, will they resort to the Conti-style Fred Flintstone football? Yeah, because Sunday is Sunday, two o'clock is going to be. Uh, I'm going to have to get out of bed for that one, but that is it's going to be tasty, isn't it? Because two teams playing attacking football, there will only be one winner.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they dare not try that high line stuff with us. They dare not." because
1: they will get punished
0: seriously their defence is not that great number one and number two they will be punished they dare not leave our wide players one on one I I just I just can't see any team in the league not defending deep against us and counter-attacking but we just can't go behind against teams like that just never let them go ahead it's one thing letting Fulham go ahead after one minute but when you get bigger teams going ahead and they can just sit back and counter-attack you that's that's one of the only problems I can see Arsenal having this season. When they go behind against stronger opposition, how would they react? You know, it's, it's, you don't want them going. I mean, the, the May United game was a, a good example of that, where as soon as they scored, we equalised straight away. If we didn't equalise, that's the games are set up for teams like May United. All they know how to do is counter-attack. No matter how much they pretend to be a different type of team, all they do is counter attack. So you've got to be careful with Tottenham. Don't let them come at you
1: um, and score an early goal. Uh, Keesby Knight says Raya or Ramsdale versus City? I'd say it's too early to tell. City? When is
0: Everyone keeps talking about the City game. Is it quite close? Is it before the international break?
1: Um, the next oh, the City October game 8th, is my, wife, be, my wife's birthday. It's on the 8th of October, two days before yeah. my birthday. My so it's birth, uh, it's I'm, after the it's know, a I'm, few days after the London. Yeah, I think it's before the international break because then we've got um, 13 days see. before the Chelsea game, which is good. So, I'd rather play yeah. before the international break than after.
0: Yeah, are in right October. I know, I know. I don't know how I'm going to get to the City game for that. Uh, we just, yeah, I've had to cancel all my plans. She doesn't know yet, though.
1: <laughs> I'll,
0: just, I'll sneak. I'll sneak a dinner on Saturday night.
1: Yeah. Uh, um. Phil says, "Do you think Rami will hang around? Of course, he will. When he he doesn't want to go anywhere. He loves it here. No,
0: well, I'll give him to the end of the season and see what happens. But I mean, you're, everyone's talking about Rami hanging around. If Arsenal get a fifty million pound bid for him in the summer. They're going to accept it, no? Isn't no. this what the plan is to? Yeah, they will. Isn't this what the plan is right now? To buy low and sell high. No. So hope if you've not. got a player, that's what well, they will. I think they will. I think they'll they get a massive bid for him. If, if you're
1: We've for gonna Ramsdale, sell him. Yeah,
0: they will sell him. No. I think that. I think that's the plan all along. They sign him to a new, new contract. He's on a massive contract, long-term contract.
1: Um, and replacing with who? Raya. They'll they'll, they'll just ro- re- they just do you it. I mean, me, on about doing the Brighton I, philosophy. Yeah, I think that's what
0: Arsenal's plan is. They have to sell players. Oh, don't eventually. say
1: that. That make me sad. No,
0: <laughs> Rappers, will be gone at the end of the season. Let's let's all be honest about that. There's no way it's sustainable. I mean, for for us, it's good to have two keepers for the team, but but they're own sanity their own career there's just it just never i've never seen it work have you tried tweeting club. that
1: and seeing what response you get because i've not heard anyone think say that because let me let me well, know no, you he'll... tweet it <laughs> <laughs> it will be sold i, I don't yeah, know why yeah. everyone's surprised
0: Arteta's talking rubbish about this rotation. Rubbish. Let's be honest. He's not going to rotate the keepers.
1: I think. And once got, you've got, you've got, a, dr- you got dry damp rot somewhere. I think it's got into your head. <laughs> you've gone mad. I don't understand.
0: <laughs> what? I don't understand why. Why that would be mad? Because you've number get one injured. keeper. Yeah, but you've got a number one keeper who can't sit on the bench for for more than a season. Let's be honest. It just it's just how it goes. There's no. There's, it just—it's never worked. I've seen it at other clubs. Um, who tried it? PSG tried it with Donnarumma and whoever they had. Uh, Real Madrid Buffon tried it with, um, yeah, Buffon and Navas. Donnarumma and Navas. Um, Real Madrid had Navas and Courtois, uh, uh, Testegen and um, Claudio Bravo. There's just been countless teams that have had this, and within a year, one of them is gone. And for us it makes sense to s- well you can't sell raya because you haven't signed him have you so it makes sense that they would sell ramsel in the summer
1: Wait, the show's nearly over Femi. you've dropped a bomb like that <laughs> i don't know what to say let's move i on. don't understand why that would be a shock to ne- anyone next podcast so we're doing a proper <laughs> podcast i want going to bring this up and see what everyone has to say but we've, we've got to get moving uh loki says am i breaking 50 i'll be 53 on the tenth of October, same as Tony Adams and Mark Ward and uh, Charlie George. Um, so, what else was there? Was there another question? Oh, Avon Cheekily says, "Which team will be loaning Ramsdale in the summer with a one pound, one point five million pound buyout clause?" No, that's that's <laughs> that's
0: Emil Smith Rowe. Emil Smith Rowe will be going out on loan, um, <laughs> and we'll be saying, "Oh, why do we only get?" Two million for Emil Smith Rowe. That I guarantee you, that's going to be the discussion next Jesus, summer. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, because he hasn't played any games and he's been sitting on the bench for two seasons. I think so. No one's paying for him.
1: I think we, we need some of this to um, cheer you up. <laughs> the show with you uh, upsetting everybody. Oh look, <laughs> you make a, a cry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Stephen says Ramsdale would need to go somewhere to start if he's replaced by Raya. Good, there you go. That'll be a, the next time with the this podcast. This will be a topic worth talking about. Right, we've done forty-two minutes. Femi's in the next shift. Is at McDonald's at nine o'clock. He's got to get on his moped and then hoon it down there because he's on. He's on the chips tonight. On the chips, he's on chips and the hot apple pies. Mm, hot apple pies. Remember, if you can get all the ones out the bin and just post them to me, I'll have them. I don't care how old they are. Uh, Right, that's it, Femi. I think that's been a very short and sharp and concise 43 minutes that we've done. Your final thoughts about the game?
0: Good to be back in the big time.
1: Oh, maybe I need a little bit of... There you go. This video may not make it out of YouTube. It, it might get completely shot for playing that three <laughs> times. Right, Femi, thank you very much for joining me tonight. It has been an absolute delight. The pirate was meant to be here, but yet again, he's got the scurvy. I'm about to have some curry with Sean. Femi's about to go off and, and do some work because uh, he's, uh, he's got to pay, give Carl a pay rise because Carl is your man Friday. Uh, Only just so you can get driven around in these. um, What's he got, a Mercedes ML or something? LM, what's that big 4x4 (laughs) thing called with the big leather seats? uh, Have you been in it? You've been in it, haven't you? I've seen it. Is it nice? That's the the sad nod of a man with kids who can't have nice things. (laughs) right, Fimi, thank you very much. Thank you much to everybody who watched. We will be back on Monday after talk about the Spurs game and probably a few other things. No idea who's coming on. And uh, thank you much. We will see you all later. Subscribe, thumbs up, like, put it in an email, CC everybody in your company, especially if you work for someone like Apple uh, where they've got a few million people. And we will see you later. Goodbye. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see him at it, so when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swag. Microwave immediately and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt.